this is where it gets really like it's complicated, but it's not complicated. And that's really what I want to talk to you about is yeah. that the phrase, he's just not that into you. When right. that phrase came out, me and my husband had this big, massive debate about that phrase. Cause he was like, yes, like if you're wondering why he's not making a move, he's just not that into you. It's as simple as. And what I came back as like, but sometimes you say it's as simple as, and other times it's not because you're giving me signals. You're telling me you want to be with me. Sometimes you are, but then you disappear again. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like it's very messy. It's very intertwined with messaging and signals on both sides. I'm not actually saying just for men. It's also the women, I'm sure. Um, so how do we know when something isn't that complicated and it is exactly how they say? And other times it's actually way more complicated and there's this whole underlying message that maybe we're trying to read into or want to read into. Hmm. How do we decipher those things? Life can be complicated. And sometimes people will come up with all sorts of logical reasons why they can't invest right now, why they need to take a break, why they, you know, whatever logistical difficulties there are in the two of you being together, you're far apart, you, that person runs their own business and they haven't got much time, whatever it may be. They may be giving you logically sound reasons as to why it's, they're not able to give you what you want or why they would be doing this, but and then what happens is people get entangled in all of that logic. And I think the way to simplify that and make it uncomplicated is simply to say, whether or not this logic is true is not for me to figure out. So many women take on the problem. You tell me it can't work out because of these reasons. And I see a problem to solve. So they'll go, so you're saying that we can't be together because of because you're really busy with work. Well, listen, I could do this and you could do that and we could find time on weekends. We could like they'd start trying to solve the problem. And part of that is because they've created an expectation in their mind for what this could be. Right. We have a story. Story is very dangerous. Right. Because instead of watching in a relationship or dating scenario, instead of watching a story unfold, we've created the story before it's happened. People do this before they even get on a first date, right? They, they you, you see some, someone asks you out, you start talking to someone and then you look them up on Instagram and, oh, wow. Oh, they're really cool. Oh, they're impressive. Oh, they seem nice too. Oh, they have family and they're close to those people and like they have a good life. And wow, this is exactly the kind of person I want. I think you, me and this person could really have some. You haven't even been on a <laughs> date with them yet. Right. So now what happens right. is our mind takes the 5% of what we know and uses it to build a story for the next 95%. So now how do you, how do we get so damaged, so hurt, so heartbroken so quickly? That's something that we're like, sometimes I think we shock ourselves. Am I an insane person? I've been on one date with this person and I feel like I'm, an ex I'm experiencing a mini heartbreak because they didn't get back to me. What's happening here? What's happening is we created a story that hasn't been earned yet. Why do we do that, though? Because we want it. On one hand, we want it. We want it to happen. We're a biased judge of the situation. We can't be trusted. Right? We, we want it to happen. So we're trying to find any evidence for that story that we're looking to create. I want to find the love of my life. I want to see someone as perfect. I want to. So we're looking for evidence of that. So we start filling in the gaps. And our brains, it's not like we do this consciously. 
but our brains make so many calculations and we do it in the other direction too. We do it, you know, if, if we've got insecurities and someone goes out one night and they don't text us for an hour or two, who are they talking to? They're talk they're at that party, you know, and, and I knew they were going to go to that party, but now that they've not texted me for a couple of hours, they're talking to someone attractive. I wonder if they're flirting. Maybe that, I think they're flirting. Two and a half hours, they still haven't texted me? What the hell? Now we start building up a, a, a story, right? And we create this reaction. I heard a beautiful thing the other day, which is if, it's, if the reaction is hysterical, then it's historical, <laughs> right? Then, then it comes from our trauma, our wounds, our history, the beliefs that have yes. accumulated over time. So now what we're reacting to is not the situation, but our past. The situation is simply the thing that aggravated our past. And now we create a story about the future based on that. So instead of going in with a curiosity, we go in with a conclusion. Ooh. So I need to slow down the story that's happening. This supercomputer is amazing, but it's also extremely dangerous because it is creating a story at a rate that is unbelievable. And the way that you slow down that story is that you start valuing a different thing. Instead of valuing potential, you start valuing the work that's actually happening in real time. There are, I always say there's four stages of importance in any relationship or potential relationship between two people. The first stage is just admiration, right? That's where I look at you, this person's beautiful, this person's intelligent, this person's, they've got all sorts of qualities that I really want in a person, admiration. Now, that doesn't mean there's any kind of back and forth. By the way, you can have that for someone you've never met, someone you saw online, right? But you have a level of admiration. That's the first stage of importance, clearly not very important. Although even there, people put a ton of importance on it. I found someone I like. <laughs> it's you so found true. a person. Hmm. You found a person. But it isn't doesn't... it also good to be excited? You can be excited, okay. but about the right thing. You could be excited hmm. that you think someone's awesome but not about what you have together yet because mm -hmm. you have nothing together. Right. Right. So admiration is the first stage. The second stage is connection, or you could say connection, connection or chemistry or both. That's where we have a kind of mutual admiration. There's some connection. There's some chemistry. There's something that's an exchange between us where we both feel something. Again, not very important because you can feel it with a lot of people and that it's no indicator of investment, right? It, that, and this is where people get real caught up. Women tell me the most horrific stories about who a guy is, about how little he invests, about how much he's disrespectful. But we have such a great connection, Matt. Mm -hmm. Listen, our connection, like that's the thing. And they want me to buy into this idea that stage two is super important. But I don't, because I know it's not. The third stage is commitment. The third stage is There's admiration, there's mutual connection or chemistry, and there's a yes. You and I have actually said yes to each other. You want to be with me? Yeah? I want to be with you. Okay, we're doing this. Now there's an actual connect, uh, commitment. That's beautiful. Now we're into something important. But there's a fourth stage, and the fourth stage is compatibility. Beyond chemistry, beyond connection, beyond us both saying yes, 
there also needs to be compatibility in the way we want to live our lives, in the stage of our lives that we're in. Do they work? You know, this is why one of the reasons that relationships with, with big age gaps can struggle. They can work, but they also struggle because you've got two people often in very different stages of their lives. And there's a compatibility issue there, even though there's connection and chemistry. And even though they're both saying yes, now you have the problem of compatibility issues or you have the problem of compatibility issues because one person, you know, their idea of a good time is going out and drinking every night of the week. And another person's idea is, you know, to go on hikes and to, you know, be healthy and to, they value the morning. The other person values the night. So now you have a compatibility issue and there are many relationships that end not on the fact that they haven't said yes to each other, but on the fact that they're not compatible. And we always want to believe that, you know, love is all you need, right? We <laughs> want to believe that, that if we just love each other enough, but actually the many, many people have experienced in their lives, the cold hard truth is that you need two people who also work together. And so the reason I say all of this about these four stages and to give you one more kind of metaphor for this, because it's important that, you know, when you meet someone on a date, that's like, that's like discovering that, and you both like each other. That's like discovering a great plot of land has potential, but there's nothing to mourn over right now. And when two people decide we're going to start investing, that's like two builders who start building a castle on that land. They start building whatever their castle is, you know? But they start building this amazing thing, this amazing investment on this land, and it becomes theirs. It becomes ornate and unique, and there are secret rooms no one else knows about, and there are, you know, all these details that are the fabric and the colors and the textures of their relationship that makes it uniquely theirs, right? There's many ways to build, but this one is theirs, and that's what makes it special. People are not valuing the castle. They're valuing the connection. They're not valuing stages one through four together, they're valuing stage two or stage one. Just, I just admire this person or I just have a connection with this person. And when we start valuing the castle over the connection, we'll start unwinding the story that's gotten too far ahead because we'll realize that story we have on the date where our mind has gone way too far. And that's, by the way, why we get so nervous is because the story is already happening in our mind and now we're getting nervous. On, why am I so nervous on this date? It's okay to have a little bit of nerves, but why am I like now paralyzed? I can't be funny. I'm not charming. I'm not telling any interesting stories. I'm just frozen. Why am I that nervous? Because I've gone way into the future as if the castle has already been built when actually all it is is a fantasy set of blueprints right now. <laughs> 